Hi, this is Randy Backman with another Vinyl Tap podcast. Stories about some of the greatest rock and roll songs ever. Put on your seatbelts and get ready for a ride in the rock and roll time machine. And this week we're going down south. And I just don't mean just below the 49th parallel. I mean way, way down south. Rock and roll came out of country and bluegrass and guys wanted to rock. And here's what happened. We're going to start out with a Canadian. Neil Young singing a song about the South and what went on down the South. This song became famous because it started a big controversy between him and the band called Leonard Skinner. So we're going to play those two songs. This is from 1970, Neil Young and Crazy Horse. He wanted something special. He was doing his own solo albums because Buffalo Springfield had broken up. He had his band called Crazy Horse and he knew a guy named Nils Lofgren who was a champion accordion player. And instead of playing accordion, Neil asked him if he would play piano. And he wasn't that accomplished on a piano. So he played the same thing over and over and over, which is what gives Neil Young a platform or a, some shoulders to stand on to do his incredible guitar solo. Born in Omimi, Ontario, Neil Young, from his album After the Gold Rush, here is Southern Man kicking off a show about Southern rock with Neil's Lofgren on piano. Listen how Neil solos over that piano thing. Here we go, Southern Man, 1970. Southern Man, better keep your Neil Young from the album After the Gold Rush with Southern Man and that song started a great big battle a controversy going on everywhere and all the southern bands took offense at that but what can you do you can write your own rebuttal song there was a band called Leonard Skinner which was a band named after the high school um, gym teacher they were from Jacksonville Florida Ronnie Van Zandt with the lead vocalist, Gary Rossington guitar, Alan Collins guitar, Larry Johnson bass, and Bob Burns on drums. Did the song as a um, rebuttal to Neil Young, Southern Man. It's called Sweet Home Alabama. It was written by Ed King, Johnny Van Zandt, Gary Rossington, and what's amazing is none of them have ever lived in Alabama. These guys are all from Jacksonville, Florida, but the song was written as a response to Southern Man and he'll even say in there, Neil Young doesn't know what he's talking about. Here we go, Sweet Home Alabama, 1974, Leonard Skinner. Alabama, a song built on one chord progression over and over and over. That seems to be the way for a hit song. <laughs> okay, Sweet Home Alabama. Our rock and roll time machine is flying way down south this week. And back in the early 70s, I had started a band that evolved into being BTO, Bachman Turner Overdrive. We put out our first album on Mercury Records, and we could not get any airplay anywhere. 
in Canada. They wouldn't play it. We got a phone call from a man named Scott Shannon, who was a DJ in St. Louis, Missouri, on KSHE Radio, K-S-H-E Radio. And he said they were having a big drive-in movie. Do you remember the drive-in movies? You drove in with your car, there was a big screen, you put a speaker in your window, and you watched a movie outdoors and hoped it didn't rain. It was a lot of fun. You can go with a carload of people, and it was just a lot of fun. So they wanted to have a drive-in party, just like Happy Days, where they were going to play rock and roll movies when it got dark. But before that, they put a stage in front of the screen, and they wanted to start at about 2 or 3 in the afternoon, selling hot dogs and pop and everything and candy floss. And this was to raise money for a children's charity sponsored by KC Radio. And he called me up and he said, I know who you are from the Guess Who, and I want to give you guys a break. I love your album. It's real Southern rock. And I go, whoa, we're from up north. We're from Winnipeg and it's Southern rock. Cool. And he said, I want you to come and play this drive-in theater. It's with a band called Wet Willie and a couple other bands who are just getting started, like ZZ Top and things like that. I said, well, nobody knows our stuff. And he said, if you will agree to come and play this show at 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon in two weeks, there's eight songs on the first BTL. I'll play one song every shift, which is every three hours. In other words, I'll play your album every day. Every three hours, I'll play a track off your album. And then when you get here, everybody will know your album. So we, I said, of course, we'll do that. So we showed up, and every single song we played, the crowd went nuts. They knew this song. This was one of their favorite songs from the first BTO album. It does sound like Southern rock. I'm playing really cool Southern guitar. It's a real stomping swamp rock thing, and Fred Turner is singing his face off. Here's BTO 1973 with some Southern rock. Okay, it's just the music. Hold back the water. Southern rock is alive and well, even in Winnipeg, Manitoba. BTO with Hold Back the Water. Now here's a band from Spartanburg, South Carolina, one of the few that's not from Jacksonville. The lead singer and guitar player and the songwriter is Toy Caldwell, cool name. His real name is Toy Talmadge, which is my son's name, Talmadge Caldwell. A great song by the Marshall Tucker Band, 1977, Heard It in a Love Song. Marshall Tucker Band with Heard It In A Love Song, and I'll be doing a gig with these guys in February of 2023 from Florida down to Cocoa Beach in the Bahamas on the rock and roll cruise that goes over Valentine's Day. It's really cool. Here is the ultimate Southern band. I've done many, many gigs with them. When Dickie Best was their lead guitar player and Dwayne Allman was their guitar player and Greg Allman was the younger brother who played organ and guitar and sang and wrote some great songs. From their album called Brothers and Sisters, Ramblin' Man, 1973, with number two on the charts and the album Brothers and Sisters was number one for eight weeks. Here we go with the Allman Brothers.
That high thing you hear there is the same as the high thing you hear in the end of Layla. That is the incredible Dwayne Allman playing slide guitar on his 59 Les Paul. And I have in front of me a little pouch that he gave me because I went to him at that time and said, how do you play the slide guitar like that? He actually used a Corsidan bottle from Corsidan, the, the, the cold medicine. And uh, when I asked him about it, he said, you got to get Corsidan. I said, what's that? I didn't know what it was. So he bought a bottle of it, took all the pills out and gave me the little glass container, which I still have in front of me here. And I took, obviously, take the thing off at the label that says Corsidan. And I still have it here in front of me and it's in a little pouch he gave me that had other stuff in it, which I didn't use either. That was my gift from Dwayne Allman. Thank you, Dwayne, for that. Here we go with another band from Jacksonville, Florida. Philip Schaus and Ricky Medlock. The band is called Blackfoot, 1979 and it's called The Highway Song. We're doing Southern Rock. Rockin' and rollin' Southern Rock. That was Blackfoot 1979 with the Highway Song. We're on your favorite rock station. I want to thank you for listening and for this station for carrying the show. We love doing it. And now we're going to get Canada's one of Canada's greatest exports to the world. He's had like 20 albums put out. His name is Colin James. And he is a great rocker, guitar player, singer, composer, everything. This guy's still rockin' and rollin'. To get a southern sound, uh, Colin James sometimes goes way down to the where it all started, Memphis, Tennessee. Here he is at Ardent Studios, A-R-D-E-N-T, which is a great, great place to go. It's where the next band, ZZ Top, also recorded. But here's Colin James at Ardent Studio in 1990 with a song written by him and his buddy Daryl called I Just Came Back to Say Goodbye, Southern Rock. just came back to say goodbye that was Colin James from Regina Saskatchewan we're staying down south and this is uh, now we're going over to Texas from Houston we're going to give you ZZ Top 1983 sharp dressed man and kind of the pride of Dallas Texas Mr. Don Henley who's the leader and the drummer and the lead singer and everything from the band called Eagles so we're going to give you sharp dressed man from Houston ZZ Top and Dirty Laundry 1982 Don Henley Southern Rock from Texas, Don Hanley with Dirty Laundry. We're going to continue with a little bit of mixture here of 
a guy from Dallas, Texas, Mr. Stephen Stills, and a guy from Winnipeg, Canada, Neil Young. Buffalo Springfield, 1968, from their album that was just pieced together after they broke up, called The Last Time Around, with little bits and pieces from all other albums that never really made it in the final cut. So it's the third and last Buffalo Springfield album. I love the Buffalo Springfield. They were incredible, and they were such a flash in the night and came and went so quickly. 1968, Stephen Stills on vocals, Neil Young on guitar, Southern Rock at its best, Uno Mundo. Uno Mundo, the great Stephen Stills on lead there. That was the Buffalo Springfield. Now we're going to go back to Jacksonville, Florida. We keep going back to Jacksonville. In fact, we should call this whole show going back to Jacksonville. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, written by Tom Petty, Jeff Lynn, the great Jeff Lynn, and the guitar player, Mike Campbell. Running Down the Dream, 1989, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. That probably is the best of Southern rock and has been for decades, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Now we're going to go back over to Texas, the band that comes out of Austin, Texas, which is the capital, and a lot of them come from Houston and Dallas. Stevie Ray Vaughan, an incredible guitar player, 1983 song he wrote uh, with Double Trouble, which is Tommy Shannon on bass and Chris Layton on drums. So Stevie Ray Vaughan with his great song Pride and Joy and his brother, Jimmy Vaughan, who was in a band called the Fabulous Thunderbirds a few years later uh, with Kim Wilson, they wrote this song. So here's Stevie Ray Vaughan with Double Trouble, Pride and Joy, and the Fabulous Thunderbirds with Jimmy Vaughan on guitar with Tough Enough. Fabulous Slenderbirds with Kim Wilson on vocals and harmonica and the great Jimmy Vaughn on guitar. We're taking a ride down south, and here's the great story. I told you earlier how BTL was given a break by Scott Shannon in St. Louis, Missouri, where he played a song from our album every single three-hour section on the radio. We were then dubbed a southern band. All the southern bands thought we were from down south. All the radio stations did. And we start to get airplay on hundreds and hundreds of radio stations all down south thinking BTO was a southern band. They were shocked when they found out we were from Canada. 
And one of the great places we went was Atlanta, Georgia, because when one radio station starts to play, they all play it, and one chain plays it, and the other chain plays it, so we got a lot of gigs in Atlanta at a place called Richards. And in Richards was a really great guy whose name was Bill Lowry. And Bill Lowry was like Johnny and Edgar Winter. He was a, an albino. So Bill Lowry had an office that was always in darkness. No windows were open. He came to work in a Cadillac where the windows were tinted black. He ran out of it with an umbrella over him under an awning and he ran into the building. He was a great, great music man. But I remember him running around and not wanting the sunlight to touch his skin. But he nurtured all the writers there who were like Billy Joe Royal down in the boondocks. The guys who were in the Classics Four, they were in Candyman who were Roy Everson's backup band. And then his studio band that would play on all the demos, he ended up calling them the Atlanta Rhythm Section. A lot of their great songs were written by the same guys, Buddy Bowie, Robert Nixon, Dean Doherty, who when they had to go on the road didn't have a band. They were just studio guys, so they just went on the road to the Atlanta Rhythm Section. I remember Charlie Fatch coming to me because we were on Mercury Records saying, we had just signed this band called ARS Atlanta Rhythm Section. You know all these guys. I said, yeah, I know them really well. Well, they're going to open the show for you and you're going to tour with them. So here's the Atlanta Rhythm Section with one of their great hits, So Into You. playing there, the same guys live that played on the record, Atlanta Rhythm Section was so into you. We're going to stay with Atlanta right now because I also met this guy there, his name was Joe South, and he's a great, great songwriter. He wrote, I beg your pardon, I never promised you a rose garden. He wrote, hush, hush, here you call him my name. He wrote, games people play, and he wrote this song called Walk a Mile in My Shoes. It's Joe South. I met Joe South in Nashville a little bit later because he had all these hits, and I was doing a songwriter showcase. This was my first. I'm just a Canadian guy who's written some hit songs. I get asked to play a showcase in Nashville, Tennessee at the world-famous Ryman Auditorium, which was the home of the Grand Ole Opry. I'm backstage with these people, Alan and Marilyn Bergman, who wrote, you know, Send Me Flowers and The Way We Were, big songs. Joe South, who I just said wrote, Games People Play Hush, Walk a Mile in My Shoes. Steve Winwood, who's from... <laughs> The Spencer Davis band who wrote I'm a Man and Give Me Some Lovin' and, and his own hits. Justin Hayward who wrote for the Moody Blues and I'm there as the Canadian guy. And I say to them, I've never done one of these before. I'm not quite sure what to do. I'll just watch you guys and see how, how do you do this? And they said, you better get it together because it's in alphabetical order and you are first. I had to go out first on stage in Nashville. And so I started to tell the story how I wrote these eyes. And I start to sing it. I don't really sing it, obviously, like Burton Cummings, who's a great voice. I just start to kind of mumble it along. And I think there's a feedback. And there isn't. The whole audience is singing these eyes with me. And I thought, wow, this is totally cool. They know my songs. And that was my induction into being a performing songwriter, singing my songs acoustically with one guitar. So that's when I met Joe Self. So here's Joe Self from Atlanta, 1970, a great song, Walk a Mile in My Shoes.
If I could be you, if you could be me for just one hour. If we could find a way. Show south of Walk a Mile in My Shoes. And I was down there with BTO, and we were walking a mile in their shoes down south. Everybody thought we were a southern band. When you do many shows with Charlie Daniels, who was then a real rocker before he did his Devil Went Down to Georgia with his violin, he had, like the Almond Brothers and the Doobies, two drummers, two Les Pauls. He was playing a great Les Paul and a band with a Hammond, and he was very much like the Almond Brothers. And we were touring with Charlie Daniels and the Almond Brothers, and they have two guitar players playing in harmony. So BTO got into doing that. So... The first and second BTO albums really have a lot of harmony guitars on. We obviously weren't as good as the Almond Brothers with Dickie Betts and Dwayne Almond, but we came close. Here's a long version of our hit Let It Ride BTO with twin guitars. Let It Ride, 1973. BTO with Let It Ride, that's our version of Southern Rock, and boy, did we rock down south, and then we broke all over the States, and then we came back to Canada a year later with a number one hit, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, we brought ZZ Top with us as our opening act, and it was really cool. Now we're going to shift over to New Orleans, as they call Nolens. We had great fun in New Orleans, BTO, because we would go every year and play Mardi Gras. We had a great guy there named Don Fox, who was a promoter in a place called The Warehouse. We must have played The Warehouse every six months. We had a great, great following in New Orleans. And New Orleans was really hot at that time. We're talking 73, 74, 75. You gotta love these family bands like Sly and the Family Stone, the Jackson Five, the Isley Brothers. When you've got a band of three or four or five people in a family and one of them leaves because they get married or they get drafted into the army, the younger one comes in and joins the band. So it was the same with this band. They were called the Neville Brothers. Art Neville, Aaron Neville, Charles Neville, Cyril Neville. They had the band called The Meters. These guys were fantastic, and they were the soul of New Orleans. Along with Fats Domino and a couple other guys, these guys were the sound of New Orleans, or Nolens, or N-O. 1975, the Neville Brothers. you got to get into the beat on this. It's fantastic. Fire on the Bayou. More Southern rock from the swamp. Cool. That was a different kind of southern rock, boy. That was real beat. That is the uh, from the swamps, the Neville Brothers Band from New Orleans. Thank you for listening. If you want to send us some mail, send it to mailbag at randysvinyltap.com. Real mail, and I get that once in a while. It's nice to get handwritten to Randy's Vinyl Tap, P.O. Box 2100, Sydney, B.C., Canada, V8L3S6. We're going to continue now with a song that basically is a tribute to Elvis Presley. We have to give credit to Elvis and the city of Memphis for combining gospel, blues, bluegrass, 
rockabilly music and putting a backbeat in when they got DJ Fontana on drums and calling it rock and roll. And it spread everywhere and it really changed the world, as did the Beatles in 64 when they went everywhere. Suddenly, rock and roll was in. It was the new thing and everybody was doing it. It was pretty incredible. This song celebrates Memphis, Tennessee, Elvis Presley. It's written by Canadians, Christopher Ward from Winnipeg and Dave Tyson, sung by the great Alana Miles. This celebrates Elvis, and when you put it on and you hear her singing Elvis Presley on the radio, hot summer nights, you can just see sitting out on the porch uh, in the evening as it's getting cooler and listening to the old radio, listening to Grand Ole Opry and the radio and all this great music. Here's Alana Miles from 1990, Black Velvet. Grammy Award-winning Alana Miles with Black Velvet. Great Canadian song celebrating the feel of down south. Now we're going to close the show with a band that is from Alabama. Fort Payne, Alabama. What a name. But it's spelled P-A-Y-N-E. They are called Alabama. They used to be called Wild Country. And then they wanted to be more urban and call themselves like the band Boston or Chicago. They called themselves Alabama. They were Randy Owen, vocal and lead guitar, his cousin Teddy Gentry on bass, and another cousin, Jeff Cook, on guitar and fiddle. They had 27 number one hits. One of the big encores was my song, and thank you for this guy's taking care of business. But I've seen this song done by many Southern bands, Hank Williams Jr., Alan Jackson, the Allman Brothers, Fish. I want to thank Alabama for doing it, and it's live. You're going to love this. Alabama with taking care of business, making my song part of the Southern Rock Ensemble. Thank you. Alabama doing Taking Care of Business live away down south on our Southern Rock show. The ride is over. Thanks for jumping on board. Hope you like the ride on the time machine. Wherever you are, we'll be back in six days and 22 hours. Produced by Todd Elvich, I'm Randy Backman. Thank you for listening. Keep the rock rolling. Think of do something green and come on back to Vinyl Tap where rock and roll keeps on rolling. And that's it for now. I'll be back with another Vinyl Tap cast very soon.